Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. The lights in the jail coming on and off. People tell me that the old curators to go in there and they get tired of uh, hearing calls that the lights are on. The sheriff's department had so many calls, they don't even worry about it anymore. It was really piquing my curiosity and Andy's curiosity because we actually were there one night when the lights came on by themselves. So the paranormal investigators put a camera right toward the light switch. It's a heavy light switch. We have the evidence of the light coming on and off the switch. You can see the switch going on. You actually see the light switch switch on and you see it toggle up and down know that there's absolutely nobody standing there and you were seeing this light switch go on What's up, everybody? It's Nathan Withers here, documentary filmmaker for Buried Secrets Paranormal, and you are listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, July 27th, 2020, episode 235. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, it's great to be back in the hot seat, and I'm sure you guys from around the world, you're watching the soap opera unfold over here in the States, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Portland uh, has basically lost their minds. The southern states, they're experiencing some escalated COVID-19 issues. Uh, they're talking about doing a second quarantine over here in the States. And, of course, multiple other things. But, uh, yeah, Britt's fine. I'm fine. Britt was supposed to be over today to hang out like usual, try to get back to normal, you know. But something came up, and so we're thinking next week she'll be back, which is great. I'm going to buy a bunch of fruit. She could be munching on them like usual. And, uh, you know, it'll be good to see her. Yeah, but everything's fine. The iron bars on the windows and doors over here at the RPA Mansion, they're holding Oh, yeah, no one's getting in, man. It's a fortress over here. <laughs> but with that, hey, you know, we're going to do listener stories in. As usual, you guys out there, if you want to share your own paranormal experiences, send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And as always, thank you very much for sharing. I'm sure everyone out there who listens really appreciates uh, you sharing your story. And tomorrow's a brand new episode of Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Frell. And this Wednesday, yet another new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. And also, just a friendly reminder, not this Friday, but next Friday, the new video shows are going to be released. So, you know, make sure you uh, save up some time to watch those. And also, if you haven't heard, we uh, added a new category over here at the RPA Network, and it's titled 
entertaining short films. And I did put out a uh, an audio announcement, and Britt placed a, uh, a notification, a announcement on the Facebook page. And it got a good response. Yeah, no hate mail. And so check it out if you haven't. It's a short animated flick. It's about 10 minutes long, I think. And that's what this new category is going to be about. It's going to contain indie short flicks, you know, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. And we're going to try to have some interesting stuff in there. Not all paranormal, obviously. Just entertaining stuff. And hopefully you guys will like it. And so with that, let's get on with the show. And you guys know what that means, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. Two... The story didn't fall me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going. Yeah, it's been hot over here lately. It's nice and cool, though. And as usual, grab a beanbag over there in the corner, find an empty spot on the floor, and hey, don't forget the popsicles in the freezer. Plenty of orange popsicles, grape, lime, and cherry. Go ahead, enjoy yourself. And as usual, I'm going to get behind my desk here, get comfy, and I print off Brick's pack. Thank you very much for doing that for me, Brick. Helps out a lot. And let's take a look. Oh, yeah. Looks like uh, they're all medium ones. All right. Okay. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. So good when it hits the lips. Oh, yeah. All right. And the first one is... This one is by Kate. And it's titled... The Upstairs. Okay, Kate. Let's see what you got, man. My parents moved into a two-story house in the fall of 2012 in the Edmond, Oklahoma area. I lived with them for a couple of months before moving out on my own, but I stay over often as well does my sister. I have never believed much in ghosts, nor have I had any paranormal experiences until recently. I am religious though, and accept the presence of demons and angels on earth. It didn't take long after we were settled in for things to start happening in the house. Maybe a month or two. The new house created many noises I wasn't used to. Creaking when the wind blows, squeaky floorboards, etc, etc. All could be easily explained, but some other noises I still have no answer for. The first experience I remember was being home alone one evening while my parents were out. I was watching television downstairs in the living room when all of a sudden I heard a frightening loud bang as if something large like my dresser had fallen upstairs. I ran up there thinking our cats had gotten into something but couldn't find anything out of place. It unnerved me a little but I went back to watching television and nothing else happened that night. Over the months there have been multiple times when I hear loud noises or bangs from upstairs. Another time, I was sleeping in on a Saturday morning when I woke up around 10 a.m. in my bedroom upstairs. I laid there a minute trying to fall back asleep listening to my parents talking downstairs. I could make out voices but no words. Our house echoes making it easy to hear everything that happened so this wasn't unusual. I didn't pay attention to it and soon fell back to sleep. Shortly after I woke up again to a low thumping and creaking sound, I would hear the creaking of what sounded like a rope and then 
a thud. The rhythm I heard sounded as if something was hanging from the ceiling, swinging back and forth and hitting the banister. I listened to it for a good couple minutes, trying to decide what it could be. To this day, I still have no idea what created that noise. Later that afternoon, I went down to tell my parents about the noises, only to find out that they had been out at the time when I thought I heard their voices. My last experiences are the scariest for me. I often sleep in the upstairs living area since that's where the television is and I like falling asleep to it. For a few months during the nights in that room, I'll get the sensation I am being watched or someone is in the room with me. Once, I even saw a black figure standing over me for a split second. The feeling is so bad, I can't be in the room anymore unless all the lights are on. The feeling seems to animate from the darkest corner of the room, directly by the attic door. At first, I chalked this up all to my imagination, but then my boyfriend stayed the night with me there while my parents were out of town. We ended up falling asleep watching a movie in the room. He tossed and turned all night, which is weird since he normally is a deep sleeper. In the morning, he admitted he felt like someone was watching him and creeping closer the whole night, keeping him awake. I asked where he sensed it was coming from, and he replied, the same dark corner by the attic. I've read that some people may be sensitive to electromagnetic waves, and I have thought maybe the sensation I feel being watched in that room is caused by faulty wiring from the television, and or maybe the water heater upstairs, but I still can't explain the noises. Also, all of my experiences seem to happen when I am alone in the house or late at night in the upstairs living room. I have asked my family members if they have had any unusual experiences, but they deny any. I'm curious to know if there is a spirit or something else paranormal in this house. Thank you for reading, and I love what you do. And that's from Kate. Hey, Kate, thank you very much. Love the story. First of all, I don't know if you know this or not, or if you heard my story, but uh, yeah, I stayed at a farmhouse, but those bangs... Yeah, it gave me chills when I was reading it. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's weird, isn't it? Um, and it's frightening, especially when you're alone. Uh, with me, it, uh, there was a, a bang early in the morning in the basement. I mean, it was loud. It sounded like something hit the furnace down there. And, uh, you know, kind of like your place, uh, everything echoes, so it was extremely loud. And another time... There was like a shotgun blast in the middle of the night, and it woke me and my girlfriend up, and she heard it, I heard it, and it vibrated a corner of the room, a dresser, so I thought something hit the house. So yeah, you know, I get it. And yeah, that's interesting. It's always upstairs. Um, you, Your boyfriend just doesn't feel right in that room, and you thought you saw a shadow for, well, you know, a split second pretty fast. Well, that's interesting that you're now starting... Uh, to see this thing and it's in the corner by the attic you say but I do like how you think you know electromagnetic um, you know bad wiring 
it can cause a lot of weird things, you know, hallucinations, you just don't feel right, your nervous system uh, is off, you know, you feel sick, lightheaded, that sort of thing. Maybe, maybe that's uh, at least what the sensations are, like you said. Uh, but I assume you probably asked your family members uh, about this, and you did mention that at the end, and they deny anything. But here's the thing. I've read many stories on the show. Yeah, quite a few stories, in fact, where, you know, a haunting at a house like this, and it's happening to, you know, some family members, and these family members, kind of like yourself, hey, you know, they ask others living there, uh, you know, in this case, uh, the parents, I'm assuming, yeah, your parents, and they deny anything. And the other stories are basically the same. You know, they ask the parents, and they deny everything as well. And as the story goes on, uh, you know, the children, they grew up, they're in their 30s now, and whatever, family gathering, the parents admit to them that, hey, you remember that house where you had these problems, these issues? Yeah, we experienced them too. And usually what the parents say is they didn't want to tell you guys, you know, as you were children, they didn't want to scare you. And yeah, there's quite a few stories like that. So who knows? Maybe uh, your parents here are noticing some things, uh, but they just don't want to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, the noises, that's just weird. Uh, one noise that uh, sounded like a, a swinging rope creaking and a thud. Yeah, and it always happens when you're alone. Well, one thing you can think about is that uh, it's just making noise. Unfortunately, yeah, it's making a lot of noise. You know, the bang, the creak, and the thud. And also, you know, if you rule out the uh, electromagnetic uh, type of interference, you know, the strange sensations, and now you're, well, for a split second, you thought you saw something shadowy, right? Yeah, it might be, it might be alarming, but it looks like so far so good. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, you know, if uh, you're having a problem with that, ask your parents about, you know, speaking to someone spiritual and just coming in, saying a couple prayers, see if it helps, see if it settles down. But yeah, that would definitely spook me, uh, the loud bangs. Yeah, that's, uh, that brought me back uh, to that farmhouse, man. <laughs> All right. Hey, Kate, thank you very much for sharing. Great story. Loved it. Spooked me. Yeah, I didn't, every once in a while I think about that time and yeah it's uh it's an interesting farmhouse all right what do we got what's next this one is by vicious and it's titled cutting wood after midnight okay vicious let's see what you got man i will try to be as specific as possible with this story although being new to this kind of thing I do not specifically know what details are important and which ones aren't, so excuse me if it's too long. Oh no, Vicious, don't worry about it if it's you know too short, too long. Uh, we just appreciate you sharing. Alright, continuing on. I live in a very old house, originally built somewhere at the end of the 1800s. The house has been renovated since and two new rooms were added in addition to the original house that had only one room. That one room, the oldest one, is now my bedroom, and it used to belong to my great-grandparents. We have a front and back porch, as well as a pretty big vegetable garden surrounding the house. 
My grandparents used to have pigs, chickens, and rabbits. And behind the house, there is a big shed for animals and housework that needed to be done outside, tools, etc. I remember that a couple of years ago, my father got some firewood for a very cheap price and decided to convert the fireplace in his and my mother's bedroom into a wood-burning fireplace. Uh, that wasn't very practical as it somehow made too much smoke, but that winter they still used up the wood. My father used to always chop the tree stumps he had into smaller pieces for firewood behind the house. He had an old-looking, bigger stump on one which he placed the wood to be chopped. And so, the sound of chopping pieces of wood that are placed on another piece of wood is somehow distinctively in my memory. A couple of months ago, maybe half a year ago, I started staying up until late at night, or early in the morning, to study for my finals. On one occasion, after midnight, I heard a couple of knocks that seemed to be coming from outside as I was typing away on my computer. The typing also makes a kind of knocking sound, so I wasn't sure that I actually heard something or not. So I stopped typing and heard it again a couple of times. It reminded me of the noise I heard when my father used that stump to chop wood. The knocks weren't loud, but you could hear them. And they were coming from the direction of my window, which is right next to our backyard and the shed. The knocks lasted for about 10 to 20 seconds, approximately two seconds apart from each other. I don't recall this happening every night, but I also very often spend a couple of nights at my boyfriend's place, so I'm not home every night. However, I do recall hearing this repeatedly, maybe five or six times on different days. And no, I never opened the window because it's dark and there's no light there. So I couldn't see anything anyway. And I was kind of scared. So then I read somewhere that there's this thing called residual haunting, where the repeated actions of a deceased person somehow stay in the house and others can see or hear them. I have no idea whether this is true at all or true in my case. I just thought this since my great-grandfather, great-grandma, and my grandfather, all three of them dead, were all basically farmers that chopped wood on a regular basis. It is a plausible explanation. Hope you could understand this. Thanks for reading. And that's by Vicious. Vicious. Hey, very interesting story. Loved it. Thank you very much for sharing. And, uh, yeah, you're right about the residual thing. It happens. Uh, some people may see an apparition that does the same thing on certain nights. But it's very uh, odd stuff. They, you know, sometimes they see these things doing things uh, that, you know, for instance, walking up in thin air as if there were stairs there. And, you know, years, years and years and years ago, there used to be stairs there. But, you know, uh, they changed the house around. And so you see this thing doing whatever it was doing back then. So, yeah, kind of odd stuff like that. But, yeah, it could be. I mean, if uh, if it really does sound like chopping wood, would you say the knocks lasted for about 10 to 20 seconds, about two seconds apart from each other? Hmm. And uh, you said you heard it maybe five or six times on different days. Now, my question would be, this, did this just start it up? Is it still continuing on? Um, 
that's interesting but yeah you know uh if you rule out everything else that might be making that sound is it always at the same time though you said right after midnight the first time you said uh was that maybe a couple months ago maybe half a year ago yeah you stay up late after midnight okay yeah it seems to be harmless though and it doesn't seem uh, too loud like you said it's pretty faint yeah it could be residual honey and like you said you have a uh, three grandparents that are all dead now they you know it's a farming house they all chopped wood yeah it could be hey thank you again for sharing cool story i love old farmhouses like that and you know farming communities they've uh those places are you know they're old and they continue to uh to be functional so there's always all kinds of stuff happening there if you think about it yeah but also, in my opinion, I don't like to stay in farmhouses anymore. <laughs> Just because, yeah, that one creeped me out. And uh, if you guys don't remember, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't know, I talk about a little bit about my past. Yeah, I stayed in an old farmhouse in my younger years by myself. I rented it out uh, during my first computer job all alone. And man, you talk about windy. Yeah, I mean, talk about noises. That thing was so old and it was cheap to rent out because the old farmer he re retired and he was rich and he had this nice ranch brick house down the road and uh he was renting out this thing it was man it was yeah big property surrounded by fields and the winds just went through that place a lot of drafts um windows rattled sometimes the door would close just due to draft and i was there by myself you know and i didn't think nothing of it again i never really believed in the paranormal back then or until when about 2010 that's when i stayed at that one farmhouse yeah yeah that i remember that old farmhouse it was kind of cool two stories man had the whole place to myself it was quiet out there dead quiet middle of the night it had uh you know one of those street lamps right above the barn and I was never scared. I loved it out there. I did whatever I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, how old was I back then? I don't know. Um, 22? 21? Yeah, I was pretty young back then. Okay, I'm rambling on. Yeah, thank you again. All right, let's see what's next. This one is by Bob, and it's titled My Bedroom Door. Okay, Bob, let's see what you got, man. This probably won't count as a ghost story, since it is merely a strange experience that I need some answers to. This has happened twice now, both on weekend mornings around 9 or 10 a.m. My family has just taken a rescue dog into our home, and since he is new to our rules, he will sometimes sneak up the stairs when the stair gate is left open and sleep on the landing or, on more than one occasion, nose my door open and go into my room. To get into my room, you don't need to turn the door handle because the door doesn't click when it shuts. So it is possible for George, my dog, to push it open. I always sleep with my door closed because I like to know when someone has opened the door and it always makes a twang sound when it is open and it creaks. So it is an extremely noisy door. On this particular Sunday, I had woken up pretty late and was laying on the bed reading. I had been doing so for about half an hour. When the door opened, I said, yeah, 
thinking they would be a member of my family, but no one answered. I said yes a couple more times, then concluded George must have sneaked upstairs, so I got out of bed and walked to the door. I expected to see his face poking through the gap, looking at me hopefully, but he wasn't there. I thought he might have heard me get up and rushed up the other flight of stairs to hide, so I called out loudly, George, but he didn't come running down. I was about to go up and search my parents' room when I heard him rush into the hallway from the lounge. He stood at the bottom of the lower flight of stairs, wagging his tail. I didn't go down and greet him because I wanted to read some more and I went back into my room, shut the door and got back in the bed. Less than five seconds later, the door opened again. And then I thought, you know, maybe the front door is open and the wind is pressing on the door, making it stay open. When this crossed my mind, I didn't bother to close the door because I thought it would just open again. Later, we were having dinner and I asked my mom if the front had been opened at all before lunch. She replied that the first time it had been opened was after lunch, when my dad had taken one of my sisters to a party. That freaked me out a bit. The next morning, I'd completely forgotten about the strange experience, and I only remembered it when, about three weeks later, again on a Sunday, a similar thing happened. Again, I woke in late, and I had literally been awake maybe five minutes when the door opened and I went through the same routine as before, calling out, then getting up to tell off the dog. When I realized he was downstairs, and I remembered what had happened before, and I was seriously spooked. Because I couldn't come up with an explanation, I shut the door and stared at it for maybe 30 seconds before I decided it wasn't going to open again. I was getting back into bed when it opened very suddenly, scaring me out of my wits. I shut it again, and again it sprung open, almost straight away this time. I was practically pissing myself now. I was pretty spooked, but the next is a little freaky. I went forward to close the door again, but this time I could feel something pressing back against me. It wasn't pushing hard, and I could still push it closed. But it opened again immediately, like someone was just nudging it from the other side. This happened a few times before I sat on my bed and watched the door for a while. I don't know how long I waited, but eventually I got up, opened the door, and went downstairs. This happened almost a month ago, and it hasn't happened since. Thanks for taking the time to read my story. What do you think it is? Love the podcast. And that's from Bob. Hey, Bob, loved it. It's a head scratcher. I don't know. Yeah, thank you for sharing, too. It hasn't happened since. It just started up. It only happens on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, in the morning. Yeah, I'm thinking, man. Can't really say it's paranormal, though, right? And and just knowing that your door doesn't even close properly, it doesn't latch, 
but yet like you said it makes a twang and it creaks open so it's loud and you just like to have it shut so you know when someone comes in um so you know that that door could obviously open by itself with you know drafts things like that but this last part you're describing, you're feeling, you're feeling a little a little pushback, right? And you said, yeah, it's not hard. You're still able to close it. But are you sure you're not feeling like, uh, you know, if there's like a draft coming through your house, going down the hallways? I've had that happen before uh, in multiple homes I'm at. You know, during the summer, I have the windows open and doors are closing and, you know, they're slamming shut just because uh, there's a breeze uh, uh, airflow going down the hallways, you know. Uh, you know, I usually have windows open at one part of the home and uh, some windows open on another part of the home, and I have the sliding door to the balcony open. So, you know, you got this breeze just going everywhere in the house. And so you got these doors opening and closing. So as you're closing this door and you're feeling this slight pushback, you sure you're not feeling, you know, as you're pushing it closed that you know, wind is being blown through, you know, as you're closing it. Only you know that, and I'm sure you probably would have realized that because uh, the way you're writing this out, it sounds like, um, you know, like you be like you began the story. It's just an odd experience, and you don't even think it's a ghost story, so you're just trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, I, I'm leaning towards it's not paranormal. It just started up, and now it stopped. And at the end here, it was about a month ago. Nothing's happening anymore. It is interesting, though. You would think it would happen at random times, but you're saying here on the weekends, Saturday or Sunday, early in the morning, 9 or 10 a.m. That in itself is kind of odd, right? Yeah, I'm no expert, man. Hey, you guys out there who are listening, uh, if you got an idea of what it is, you know, send it to uh, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Real Paranormal Activity dot com and you know i'll read it off on a future episode if you have you know maybe possible answers to this it'll be kind of cool to hear from you guys yeah hey bob yeah i'm leaning towards no but it's interesting to see how to debunk this one all right yeah thanks and that is it guys that's all that brit sent me in the email and as always thank you very much we are flattered that you come here and listen to us uh, on Mondays and also all the other shows on the network and the video shows uh, hopefully you find something you like that's why we brought on oh this menu of the odd and strange paranormal and movie reviews and films and video and blah 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 and we're going to just keep on growing it and uh, hopefully you guys will keep on uh, liking something here at RPA Network and don't forget, tomorrow, Tuesday, is a brand new show of Aaron's Heart Show with Mr. Aaron Frail. Wednesday, new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. And remember, next Friday, not this Friday, the new video shows come out. And also, I think I might have forgot to mention, is that I'm also going to start releasing a new film uh, in the new category, which is entertaining short films on Fridays as well, you know, with the video shows, with the paranormal video shows. So yeah, so we're going to start doing that the first Friday of every month, along with the video shows. We always like to thank our premium members for uh, joining. It really helps out the show with its bills, and it's only $3.99 a month. If you would like to be a premium member, 
what you can do is go to realparanormalactivity.com. You can sign up there, big button there that says get premium access, or if you have the free RPA app, you can sign up right through there as well. And what you do is you create your own account. Again, $3.99 a month. Cancel anytime. Thank you very much. It really helps us pay the bills. And don't forget to listen to us at work. If you like to listen to iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and listen to your top 40 stuff, and you get bored, just find us on one of those platforms as to your favorites. And so if you want to get your spook on at work, we're there. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Bird, and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man... We love you. Oh, yeah. You know we do. As always, thank you and good night.